Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out The Burnham Project on Substack. You can get Burnham Podcasts. You can read my blogs and all sorts of cool stuff. It can even be sent right into your inbox. You can also watch us on Rumble and YouTube. We like Rumble better, but you can also watch us on YouTube. You can also find Burnham Podcast anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, click the little bells, the Rumble button, whatever the service has to offer. Click it, do that, follow us, tell people about us. Thank you very much. So the homeschool mom is a unique and multifaceted animal. They do all the regular mom stuff. They're also the bus driver for field trips. They're the the teacher. They're the custodian. They're the lunchroom lady. They're the principal as far as that goes. Uh, In this instance, she also makes a pretty mean sourdough loaf. In this episode, we're going to be talking to homeschool mom extraordinaire, Christine Focus. Welcome to Burnham Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Burnham. He might not. He might just leave it all on there, and we won't know until Sunday when it comes out. That's his giggles. He yeah. gets the fun out of that. So we're here, as promised, with one. We're going now with one of the best homeschool moms to ever do it, Miss Christine Focus. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being on. It's my pleasure. Have you been sitting here long enough now to be used to the mic in your face? And no, no, not okay. at all. Well, after two or three hours, it'll it warms up to you, you know, and you'll feel better about things and. Now, you're here so we can talk about homeschooling. Controversial subject. Right. And maybe, you know, this is us doing our part to make it less controversial. Or maybe more people are just going to hate us by the time we're done. Yeah, I hope not. Um, I think this is a topic that's sure to ruffle feathers, no matter which side of the fence you're on. So, I think the key... And we were talking off air about we've both been on both sides. And I didn't know that about you. Um, But we're homeschool parents now and we worked in education before. So it gives a unique perspective on, you know, as far as reasons that we would would or would not send our kids to to homeschool, to homeschool versus public school or whichever. Um, You guys have never sent your kids to school, right? We haven't. Jonathan, I started with him when he was, um, I was trying to think, it was in 2009, Uh, he was probably just turning four, Um, as a first child, you know, he was ready to start, I was ready to start, I had no idea what I was doing, did all the wrong things right (laughs) at the beginning, and um, was able to kind of pull that back in and get back on track, but um, never having seen homeschool before, I just had this picture of taking the public school idea and replicating it right. at home. And, um, that first year was not so great. Um, I just, so was this, did you work in education before you had kids? Yes. My okay. first job really after we got married, um, was as a ESL para in an elementary school, K-5. And so I had experience going in and out of all of the classrooms in the school. And so I saw firsthand teachers, different teachers, different teaching styles. Right. And um, just learned about, you know, who teachers really were. Plus, 
my parents are teachers. My oh, grandma okay. was a teacher. Yeah. My brother's a teacher. It's in your blood, right? My cousins are teachers. Um, yeah, it's in my blood. And if you would have asked me when I was in high school what I was going to be, I would have said, I don't know, but I am not <laughs> going to be a teacher. The last and final. Well, that I was kind of the same way. I was definitely 100% never going to do that because I didn't like those people when I was in school. You know, they were always making me do things and be responsible or whatever. But no, I'm, I'm kind of the same as you on that. I also did not ex- ever see myself being a teacher, but then I got the opportunity to coach football. So I was like, okay, football, you know, and <laughs> so we did that for a while. But, uh, but yeah, we had that perspective. I worked in, in mostly high school, but I had a couple of short stints in middle school too. And the second one was not my idea because I had already done it once and never wanted to be in a middle school again in my life. Um, but it does give you, you know, like you can kind of see the, the, the spectrum of the kids who hustle and work hard and have both parents at home and all the stuff going for them. And then the kids that hustle and work hard because they don't have those things. And then the kids that are just there riding the clock, yep. you know, and you look and you go, well, I, don't, I wouldn't mind my kids hanging out with them or not. Maybe not this other one, but. So we hadn't, we didn't have kids then and it was probably seven years after we got married before we had kids. And so I didn't, um, I had never considered homeschooling. And then my husband had seen homeschoolers when he was on the mission field and said, this is what, this is what we're going to do. And so I just kind of said, okay, that's what Whatever, we'll do. Whatever, right? <laughs> um, and uh, started us on our journey. But like I said, that first year was, not fun. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of crying, a lot of me saying, no, this is what we have to do. Right, right. We have to get this done and we have to do these things today. It was very rigid. It was um, kind of a train wreck. Well, our, ours was too. And our kids went to school for a little while. Both of them did. Ayla came out of sixth grade and Joseph had finished the second grade when we started the next year. And the same thing. I was like, this is how school is. So this is how exactly. we're going to do it. And it took me about three days of like fighting with the kids every day to realize, well, maybe this is just not how to, and this is in 2020, right? So there wasn't, we didn't get to join classical conversations from day one of our homeschool experience and, and have people around us and we're just winging it. Um, and we did yeah. okay. Like we made it. But it was after I was trying to shoehorn the kids back into that box that we just taken them out of. Exactly. Yeah, we, um, after that first year, uh, we went to the mission field briefly for about a year. And so when we were over there, um, I still was trying to just replicate as best I could on a whiteboard. Right. School. And then once we got back, that's when a friend of mine started talking to me about this really awesome program called Classical Conversations. And um, at that point, I was just needing help. Right. I needed something. So um, I jumped into that because I needed some structure. I needed help. I needed other parents who could tell me what this whole thing was. Yeah. And um, that's really where we found our niche. Yeah. Well, and our stories are kind of parallel in different years because, like I said, we started later. But once we got into classical conversations, who some of our friends had been trying to get us to do for eight years before that, 
we got there and we thought, well, man, we wasted a bunch of time not doing this before. We should have just done this from day one. But, uh, but the community was, is great. The, the help that you get. And yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many different programs you could do. I mean, um, just because, you know, we do classical conversations. I don't want to say that, even though I think it's great. It's the best. Um, it's the best. That's one. the only one you should do. Because I have friends who don't do it, who right. do their other thing. They do um, different programs. And um, I was asking my son about it today. And, and there are things that I don't like about it. But on the other hand, there's so many things I do like about it. We've stayed with it for so many years. But just having... Um, you know, it's a paid program. So when you pay for it, you pay for your lesson plans, basically, right. which is what I needed. I needed some yeah. lesson plans, but I also needed the moms and um, the fellowship, the help, just somebody to say, I'm struggling with this. What do I do? That's the best part, right? Because um, you go to somebody else and they're like, hey, yeah, I'm kind of struggling with it, too. And you put your head together and you sort things out. And Right. Just knowing that you're not alone. Anything... Right. Anything that your kid is struggling with, that you're struggling with, either they have struggled with it, they know someone who's struggled with it, or, you know, they're on the other side of it. They right. can give you wisdom, take you to someone who is, you know, able to speak truth to you. So um, just having people that you can ask those questions to is so important. It's yeah. so, so important. Now how far, how far apart age-wise are your guys? They're two years, basically, just like under between two each years. of the right, three. Yeah. Okay, so what is that like trying to nail all three of those guys down to on three oh, different levels? Holy and... smokes! So <laughs> when they were younger, it was just like it's like a circus. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I mean, you got three boys. It's, it's just crazy. Um, but this was the one thing that I liked about classical conversations was it's the same memory work. For all your kids, yeah, every day, yeah, for every week, it's not like oh, I gotta prepare something special for this one and this one and this one. It's just it's the same, right? So when we had to sit down and memorize, you know, whatever it was we were memorizing that week, we could all do it together. Um, you know, we we had to do our own math, of course, and right. reading and whatnot, but um, it was so simple. It was just like. Just saved my life, really. Well, so I think that stops a lot of people from homeschooling because they feel like they can't teach or do the work or come up with a lesson it's plan. It's so but overwhelming. It really is. Well, I mean, and even just getting started and looking, because we said at one point, we're going to homeschool the kids. And everybody we ever knew that had ever homeschooled sent us their program, and there were 80 <laughs> programs to go through. And we're like, well, which yeah. one of these are we going to do? Well, that's it's expensive when you start looking at the cost of different yeah. curriculum and, um, you know, you are you going to like it? You're not going to like it. And there's no way really to preview it unless, right. I mean, unless you go to like a homeschool convention, which I've never been to. Um, I hadn't either. I think we're going to go this year. Though. I think they're great. I've yeah. heard great things about them. But then again, every person there is selling the greatest curriculum that's ever been made. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it can get really expensive. It can be really overwhelming. Um, and so that was, um, classical conversations at that point, I mean, the, the prices have changed over the years, but at that point it was one of the most low cost options. Yeah. And, um, you know, we didn't have a lot of money laying yeah, yeah. around. So, um, so that was really, really helpful. Um, and their motto and is stick in the sand. So whatever you're teaching your kids, 
you should make it as simple as if you could stand on the beach with a stick yeah. and teach it to them in the sand. Yeah. And it just strips away all of the busy work, which I hate busy work no, so much. Busy work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I don't see the point. I mean, if it's not there's important not enough, there's not a point, <laughs> you know, just do the best of the basics right. and call it a day and move on. Um, so that's um, what our kids do. I, I, and that's what I feel like is really good about CC is that they, they get the high points and they get really good at the most important parts of the things that they learn. So it's not, there's not any, not any wasted time. Right. Well, no, it's not. And, you know, a lot of people, um, I was kind of surprised to find out, really dislike classical education. They think it's really um, strict or yeah. stingy. I don't know. Yeah. But um, it's it's not. It's uh, It's just simple. It's based on talking to your kids, whatever age they are, about everything they're doing, asking them questions. You know, you're going outside to play. Okay, we're going to do science today. We're going to go outside and we're going to pick up leaves and we're going to talk about how they're the same, how they're different, what color they are. And then we're going to draw the leaves, right? And then maybe we're going to see if we can find the trees that the leaves go on. Then we're going to touch the bark. You know, it's like, it doesn't have to be, you know, just really stuffy and you know, it's like, and we're going to go to the library and check out books on right. the trees. And, you know, it's like you just take what's right in front of you and you make whatever you're learning about practical. Yeah. And, um, you know, whatever your kid's interested in and you just go with it. It's the best part. I keep saying that's the best part. That's the best part. It's what the kid is interested in. Right. If you want to learn, I mean, like we've got to learn math and history and science and all these things. But like what aspect are you interested in? Right. You know, what do you really want to do? And then there's probably a museum for that somewhere. Or right. we got rivers here in town. Exactly. We have all the fish and the water. Let's and go the, fishing. You know. Yeah, right. It's science. Right. science. Let's go fishing. So it doesn't, all that said, homeschooling doesn't have to be rocket science. No, I, it doesn't. And, um, you know, you don't, you don't have to be Einstein either to homeschool your kids. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not Einstein. And I will say that. <laughs> I have gotten so much smarter since I've started teaching my kids. Right. Because all of the things that I didn't either care to learn <laughs> or missed during school or didn't care about then, yeah. I have picked up so much more um, yeah, schooling yeah. along with them. I feel so much smarter now. Well, teaching um, something is the best way to learn it. If you can tell somebody a method or a, a concept or something that's that, for me, at least, it cements it in my own mind. And I go, oh, I got yes. that down. So in classical conversations, you um, you do a timeline song mm-hmm. where you start with, you know, creation and then right. you go up through present times. You sing that it was, for us? No, no. Okay. It's like 15 <laughs> minutes long. So. Oh, okay. Let's not do that. Um, but I did never understand the scope of history until... The timeline song. <laughs> I learned the timeline song. Yeah. And I realized that all these different things were happening at the same time and how that affected history. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then my kids would, you know, remember something, they'd hear something like, Oh mom, that's in the timeline. And then they'd start singing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just, they say you just redeem your own education as you school along with your kids. And yeah. I'm like, yes, you do. You do. Yeah, for sure. And it strengthens it and deepens it and all that good stuff. But yeah, we were reading the other night and we realized I'd never thought, you know, Martin Luther's one of my heroes of the faith. 
And I didn't even think about the fact that his life overlapped with Christopher Columbus. You know, yeah. Columbus, uh, uh, Luther nailed the, the theses yeah. to the church door 25 years after Columbus sailed across the ocean. So we're talking about, you know, two people. Would, yeah, right. <laughs> 1492. <laughs> we know all the songs now because right. we teach them. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you get into things like that that we don't talk about in school. Like, we mentioned Luther and, you know, Gutenberg and stuff like that, but it just kind of gets glossed over because they have to cover so much stuff, right. you know, in and such a period. It's so truncated. I mean, you learn about, you know, this part of history and yeah. you don't talk about that anymore. And then you talk about this part of history and you don't realize that it's all interconnected and in how it affects each other. And right. so that's, that's one of the things I really appreciate about, you know, the way we learn history is we don't just, you know, learn something and move on. You know, we talk right. about, you know, what was happening? Like, if you want to study astronomy, you know, okay, let's study the history. Of who who studied astronomy? Yeah. You know, what was going on during that time in the world? You know, what other things were happening in the world at that same time? Okay, and then you talk about, you know, stars and different kinds of stars. And, I mean, it's just, you can just go into so many different um, yeah. areas. Um, you know, you don't have to just talk about this one thing to do with this one subject and then leave it alone and move on right. to something else. Well, but it's it's just you and your kids, at the end of the day, and you have three, and and we we have one in homeschooling right now. If we're honest, we're bringing down the average because we know a bunch of homeschool families with seven or eight. God <laughs> no. bless them. But I mean, that's that's what that's who you have, and it's yeah. not a classroom of thirty kids who come no. from all different walks of life. And we'll get into that in just a minute too. But and you're trying to get all these kids on the same page of the same book at the same time. And, you know, God bless teachers for trying to make that happen. But oh if it's goodness. just you and two or three of your kids or six or eight of them or whatever, you know, that's your, that's your class. That's who you yeah. have. And, well, and that was part of why I said I never wanted to be a teacher is because when you're dealing with someone else's kid, you don't have any control over that kid. You can't make them do their work. You can't make them do their homework. You can't yeah. make them pay attention. I mean, you have, you have no control over them. Right. right? But when it's your kid, okay, suddenly you have full control. Right. You, know, you get to decide what they're learning and how they're doing it and how much time they're doing it. And you know, did you get it done? Did you do it well? Right. You know, do we need to redo it? Um, so suddenly you have full authority over them and it makes the whole process doable. Whereas if you had, you know, a classroom full of 30 kids, I don't, I don't honestly don't know how they do it. Well, you can, you know, even the best teachers in the world can't motivate that 28th or 29th kid. To be like, come on, buddy, you got to, you know. Well, I, honestly, um, you know, there's this idea about homeschoolers that you you just teach your kids to love to learn so much, right? <laughs> I um, mean, God bless them. <laughs> I have one kid who makes me question my sanity mm-hmm. because... I mean, you could tell him you're going to go to an amusement park for school, but he'd say, I don't want to do that. That's for school. Because it's for school. (laughs) I hate school. I don't want to do that. You know, it's Uh, like the the funnest thing you can think of. But if it's for school, I'm not doing that. That's for school. Bless his heart. So, um, you know, you can't can't make your kid love learning. Right. You can model it. You know, my kids get so upset with me because I'm the biggest geek. I get so excited about things like I'll see this math pro- problem worked out in this different way. And I'll get yeah. so excited. And my kids are like, mom, Ooh. you're such a nerd. I'm you're like, so excited I am. about I'm math. Like, this is so fun. And, uh, but that, I mean, 
that doesn't always win the day, right? Your enthusiasm. Oh, gosh, no. But it doesn't hurt, right? And if you were in there going, well, let's get this over with, you yeah. know, how much harder is it to motivate the unmotivated no. child, you know? I mean, on the, on, with that kid, I just have to sit down next to him, you know? And I know that if he's left to his own devices, he will take four hours to do his math lesson. So what I have to do is stop everything I'm doing, right? Because I still got my list that gets in the way. I got to do right, the groceries yeah. and all the mom stuff and do this and that and all the things, right? But I just have to sit down next to him. I don't have to say anything. I just have to just be present. Be there. <laughs> and he'll get his math done in 30 minutes and he'll get them all right. I was and, the same you know, way. I, yeah. I just, he needs somebody present yeah. to help keep him on task and help him remember what he's doing. Make sure he's not on YouTube. Right. He's supposed to be watching, you know, his math lesson. <laughs> he wouldn't, he would never oh, do that. Yeah. I know this he kid. Would he wouldn't do, do that. that. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you just, uh, your kids are so different. And I know, I know if he was in a public school classroom, I'd be getting a call from that teacher every day saying, He's not focused. He's not paying attention. Yeah. And I'd say, I know. I'm like, that's just him. I mean, he lives with me. I, I know how. I mean, <laughs> you could be speaking to him, making eye contact, and he's not hearing a word you say because he's thinking about something he wants to make on his 3D printer. Right, right, right. right. You know, he's totally thinking about unfocused. how he's going to build this thing in his mind on Tinkercad that he's going to make on his 3D printer. And you realize you get through the whole conversation and he hasn't heard a word of it. You're like, okay. <laughs> Let's start again. Yeah. So we have a girl and she's different. Mm-hmm. She like can listen to music while she reads. I don't know how they do that. I can't. I can't My not, says he does that. I'm like, you can't be doing both well. She does it. It's the weird. And I guess it's a girl thing, but she can, I can listen to music while I read, but it can't have words. Yeah. No. She just puts headphones on and listens to people singing and while she reads a book and we go, well, what did you just read about? And. Well, you know, on this page, it was blah, blah, blah. And then the next chapter after that, it was ABC. Okay, cool. She gets it. She's, I don't know. It's a girl thing. Girls are weird. I'm no offense, but. (laughs) No, I know. And girls are, well, I should say my middle one, he's a redhead. So he's kind of emotional too. But I mean. I get it. I get it. Girls are a special, special bunch. Yeah. Um, Middle school girls, especially. We're like um, right in, easing out of yeah, that phase. Um, talk about a hard phase. <sighs> That's when we jumped into homeschooling, and it was yeah. awful. It was such a fight. And then. But uh, it but won her over. It did. She a met a some year of and a half. Oh, gosh. Almost. She, she, those kids love her, and she loves them. Mm-hmm. But we, she and I had a conversation when. We told her that we were going to homeschool her, and she was not happy. My friends and all the, you know, all this stuff. And I said, "Well, look, this is what this is going to do for you." And I told her about how it opens up this whole new world that she had never thought of before, yep. and we had never thought of for that matter until we started uncovering all these things. And she was like, oh, "That's stupid. I don't want to do this." So a year and a half, almost to the day later, she's like, "You know, it's pretty cool that I'm able to do." X, Y, and Z and, and sleep till 10 o'clock and go get Chick-fil-A for lunch, you know, or, or whatever we're doing that day. And, you know, she's got a job and she does all this stuff. Yeah. And she's like, I couldn't do these things. She went on a two week trip with her grandparents to Maine and back, you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago or a couple months ago that she couldn't have done. And, and I will say 
So one thing, one of the things I really like about CC is from the time they're four, when they start, whenever mm-hmm. they start, they have to do a weekly presentation. Yes. And yes. so they're speaking on whatever, mm-hmm. show and tell, right. every week. And even the shyest kids eventually they all come it. around and right i watched her yeah this year for you the sent first me a video time and it was fantastic get up in front of the class yeah. and do a presentation and she, did, she did well it she wasn't did great yeah. and she did mock trial yeah and that was amazing yeah yeah so um i just but it brings those things out she bloomed she really did this this year really we saw a bunch of changes this year and they were all for the better for that matter, but yeah. she's embraced the idea, you know, when, cause we, she'll watch this, but <laughs> she was oh, hanging out with weird homeschool kids. She's messaging me right now. Oh, um, I, didn't want, I didn't want my kids. That was, I didn't want my kids to hang out with weird homeschool kids. Right. Either. Right. But now we are weird homeschool kids. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, think but what is, weird. what is weird though? You know, we, your kids are weird cause they're homeschooled. Well, like I remember going to, trail life we started trail life yeah. before we started homeschooling and joseph and one other boy in his patrol were went to public school and the rest of the kids were homeschooled and we're talking about six seven year old kids hey mr burnham how you doing good to talk to you today how's the fam you know like we're having these conversations and this kid's looking me in the eye and calling me sir and, and that was just the standard yeah you know and then we get into we started homeschooling and we would do things like dance in all these other places where all these homeschool kids are and everybody's got manners and they look you in the eye and they're respectful and they're like, okay, like I could see my daughter married to one of these guys one day, you know, like, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. But it's, that's weird, you know, by societal standards. It is, but it's not. <laughs> I right. mean, um, you know, that, that's one of the big, um, things people say about homeschoolers is they're not social. They're not socialized. Yes. And um, honestly, I'm glad that my kids are not socialized a lot of the ways that kids today are socialized. And um, if that's the price that we're going to pay, then I'm all for paying it. Yeah. Because my kids, um, you put them in a group of room with other teenagers, they're not weird. Yeah. You know, they... They can carry on the conversation. They're not awkward. Yeah. You know, they're not being the... No, your boys are great. I mean, so... You couldn't spot them in a room as homeschool no, kids. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, but that was like one of my stereotypes, um, you know, when I was younger was like, homeschool kids are weird. Yeah. You know, and it's because I just had no perspective. And right. Now well, I and see, it might have been a little different. 30 well, years ago, yeah. you know, when, when it was, you know, not the internet and all this, you know, it was a different world. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's not a bad thing to shelter your kids from things and to filter yes, when yes. they hear about things. Um, you know, their little minds are just not ready to hear things um, that the world says, oh, you know, sure, they, they can understand that. Right. And, they can't. Yeah. And so um, it's not that you don't introduce them to hard topics. You just choose when they're mature enough to understand it and to right. talk about well, it. Well, and then you get to decide the terms. It's not a surprise right. to them one day when they hear about it at school or from yeah. some kid you I don't mean, want to hang out with. Um, I mean, I've heard from a, one mom um, 
you know, her son had a question about something and he Googled it and it uh, was like, he just got down a really ugly Got all hole, the answers, huh? Right. And so, um, yeah, not the ones that she wanted <laughs> him to have. And so, you know, I've just always told my kids, if there's something that we haven't, you know, talked to you about, you know, it's not that we, it's like, I just maybe haven't thought about talking to you about it yet. Right. Ask me, you know, it's, it's not, a big not world, yeah. hiding things from you. Sure. You know, I just, um, you know, ask me, I'm more than happy to talk to you about it. And I'm like, my husband's always like, don't make it weird. You know? I'm like, I'm not going to make it weird. I'm not going to make it weird. You know, as much as like on the inside, you're like, oh gosh, I feel weird. This you is going to be weird. Yeah. But you're like, you have to, you know, not make it weird, especially with teenage boys, you know, yeah. you have to talk about things. But um, I just see a level of innocence in, in the kids, um, you know, when we're in our, with our homeschool friends that, uh, it's precious. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not something that we should look down on, but we should just really embrace it and be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get so much time with our kids. Oh my goodness. You know, and that's, that's it. That's all we get. And then we well, turn them loose to go fight Darth Vader by themselves. I mean, just think about all the time that, I mean, I've had my kids at home with me, mm-hmm. you know, like, on the one hand, it's like, man, I've had my kids at home with me like, <laughs> life. right? But then um, I know my children so well. Like, I know my kids better than my husband knows my kids. Well, he goes to work every day. I mean, you know. he doesn't see them all day. Right. Um, but, you know, I can tell you, you know, when, um, you know, they're struggling with things or just because yeah. I'm around them so much. You can read them. hard for them to hide from you when right. they're with you all day. Um, so it's it's been such a blessing for me. I mean, I really am privileged to have had the opportunity to be home with them. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, that's a big drawback for a lot of families is one income. And we yeah. were talking about this before. Well, it's only for rich people, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, having one income now is almost unheard of. Yeah. Um, some of my husband's friends are like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, we don't do things that yeah. other people do. You, you know, drive we, the same car for 10 years. You don't go on three vacations a year. Right, we you, don't go on any vacation. I mean, yeah, like our vacations right. are like, we're going to visit family members, which, you know, yeah. it's not technically a vacation. But, it is, though. It is. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like we have old cars. We don't buy fancy clothes mm-hmm. um we just i mean honestly my kids could care less about whether or not their clothes have yeah. a symbol on them or not um good for them i mean they just they don't even know what the symbol well that's mean half the time. something else they get to avoid right uh, the, yeah their socks can be whatever ever color or not match at all or whatever yeah, and they don't yeah. care, you know <laughs> i've heard that's a thing it's like socks yeah um but it's it's hard to to have one income, and um, I know that's a big sacrifice yeah. for a lot of families. So um, it really has been a privilege that I've been able to stay home. And yeah, well, and it's uh, people would cite that as a reason they can't homeschool their kids. We can't afford to. Um, and you can get into homeschooling and make it super expensive, or it doesn't oh, right. have to be. Right, you still got bills to pay. And I tell people all the time that we couldn't afford it until we could. And we had yeah. a ton of debt, and it was about a three-year process of us eating up all this debt to where we could live on one income. And we made sacrifices, and we drove a ratty car or two. We lived in a place we didn't want to live in. 
because yeah. it was cheaper and we got to a point where we had all that stuff taken care of and we could do without right. one income. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of years, um, you know, my husband with his job, he just didn't make very much. And so we didn't have, you know, the kids did like why soccer, you know, like right. that was yeah. about the, as much as we could afford, you know, yeah. we couldn't afford, you know, music lessons or, you know, the jujitsu that they do now. Because, right. Uh, we couldn't afford um, hardly anything. <laughs> so, I, I mean, and really, if we hadn't gotten tax refunds, honestly, we wouldn't have been able to pay for school, homeschool, any yeah, school. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, it is a big sacrifice. But um, it, like I was saying before, it, it doesn't have to be expensive. Right. Um, you know, I was talking to a mom um, last week, and she was trying to figure out, because they're, um, have lost some of their income and she's trying to figure out how to do all the things that she's used to doing with her kids with the materials that she has. Right. And she's like, well, I want to add this. How do I add this? And we're like, well, just take this thing you're already doing. And, you know, like she was worried about um, maybe like finding some copy work. We're like, well, just take the history that you're already doing and get a passage of it and make that your copy work. You don't have to right. go buy a special book or yeah, something yeah. for copy work and she was like oh i didn't think of that you know so um keeping it as simple as possible i mean really it's less expensive and it takes the brain power that you're going to waste worrying about it away. right so um well one of the things i wanted to get into and i'll pull some of these up but i made a post and if you're listening to this and you're one of the people that was on this post i'm going to delete it <laughs> before this episode airs so nobody's going to go back and nitpick what you said. Um, but that was a point that somebody kind of, you kind of touched on it there. And we, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, one of my friends said that she didn't feel like she was equipped oh to homeschool her. Do you feel like you're equipped to homeschool your kids after you've been doing it for seven, eight no, years? How long have you been doing no, it? No, never. Right. Um, I'm very much unequipped um, to do this. Um, you know, it's just by the grace of God, really. Uh, every year is different. Yeah. I mean, your kids are different, but it's like every year is different. Yeah. Like you don't know what obstacles you're going to get that year. Right. What challenges are going to come up. Um, you know, how, if your kid's going to get to something and just freak out about, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing it that year, you know, my, yeah. how, my middle son. Um, <laughs> I mean. I'm going to have to have him I'm, on yeah, no. and get him um, to talk about his side of the story. Well, actually all of my boys, I mean, it's like. You're doing, you know, you're doing your school and you're doing your school. And at one point you just stop and realize they don't cry about doing math anymore. I'm not cry. Like they don't cry about doing math anymore. Yeah. You know, and you're like, we've made progress. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, um, you know, like he's got to read a chapter book and I don't have to, you know, like sit next to him and make sure he's like, he he can read a whole chapter book by himself. All by himself. He's a big boy. But, um, like you don't have to have special training right. for your kids. You just have to have the desire to do it. Hey. And you have to have, um, just a lot of patience. And even if you don't have to have a lot of patience, you have to just have maybe like a space where you can go and shut the door for a minute <laughs> and just like sit down and sometimes cry yeah. or sometimes just. Yeah take a breather. Um, but you love your kids more than anybody else. 
And so you are equipped to be the best teacher for right. your kids. Well, this is just an extension of parenting. Like this is just in the old days, it's just what you did. Well, all <laughs> parents know? start out homeschooling their kids. Right. And yeah, they just don't realize does. they're doing it. You yeah. teach your kid the ABCs, you're homeschooling your kids. Right? Yeah. You teach them how to count, well, you're homeschooling your kids. Well, you teach them right and wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're teaching them to, you know, do all the things they learn to do from right. the time that they're born through, you know, when they're young toddlers. I mean, you're, you're homeschooling your kids. It's, it's not hard because they're little. Right. right. And so as they grow, you grow. Yeah. You learn, man, I really did that bad. You know, <laughs> I got to change that. Yeah. Or, yeah. um, you know, you think that went really well. We're going to try that again yeah. and see how it goes again. But you have to be um, able to just flow with it. Yeah. Um, I'm not a regimented person. <gasps> I mean, I have like, this is what we have to get done this week. Right. You know, kind of like in my mind, by the end of the year, we're going to do these things. But <laughs> really, it's like... Yeah. I mean, you can make your calendar, but you better write in pencil because you're going to be erasing <laughs> like everything. Right, but okay, this week we're going to get this done. You know, so you go through Monday to okay. Let's reevaluate Wednesday. It's right. Wednesday. We got you know two days of the week left. Are we going to get that done? You know, and then you look you at start okay, prioritizing. What's the most important thing? Yeah. You know, we got a paper come and do. Okay, we need to focus on that. You know, right. maybe we'll let math slide today and tomorrow. You know, we'll pick back up whatever. But you know, it's like you have to. You just have to be able to roll with it. If you're <laughs> super regimented, you're going to kind of make your kids crazy. You'll drive yourself crazy. And yourself just crazy. Just trying to be, well, we, this is the things we got to do, um, and this is how we have to do them. Yeah, I mean, because you're going to have interruptions. Yeah. You know, you got an appointment, you know, your kid falls off the hammock and cracks their head open, and you got to go to the emergency room. Is that happening at your house? Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, boys, put your shoes on. We are either going to go to the doctor's office. Going to get stitches. Going to get stitches at the ER, you know. Um, but, I mean, you just have to be able to roll with it. But um, every year is going to throw challenges at you. Yeah. Um, I mean, my oldest is going into his junior year. He's beyond me in math. So I can't really help him with his math anymore. But guess what? I can point him to resources. Bingo. That you know, and that was my next question. You did great. Yeah. Thankfully he is kind of a go-getter. Like yeah, he, he is wants, he's a good kid. He wants to get the answer right. Right. He's like, he's kind of like, I was in school. He wants to get the answer right. So he's going to work at it until he gets it right. Right. You know, my middle son, he's just going to skip that problem and I mean, you know, pretend like it wasn't there. Ooh, homeschooling. Um, yeah. The little <laughs> one, he's more like his oldest brother. He's like, Okay, I got to get this, this, and this done. Okay, I'm going to get that done as fast as I can so that I have the rest of my day to do what I want to do. And, you know, he's he's figured <laughs> out, out he's figured out how to work the system. Yeah, good um, for him. That's life, figuring out how to work but, the system. I mean, you just, every year, you have to just see, okay, this is what we have to do this year. Right. And, um, you know, the thing I'm trying to do is to keep up with all the books they're reading. There's so many books. We're rounding up all of our I books. Mean, I, oh we just goodness. have the one. <laughs> I mean, I've just, I listen to them um, as many audiobooks as I can, mm -hmm. and I listen to them on like one and a half speed. It's oh, good, yeah. So you get so those a little bit quicker. I just get through them a little That's faster. a great idea. In the car, anytime you're going to be in the car for like an hour, it's like, I just, they don't want to listen to it. That's fine. I put like one earbud in, yeah. and I listen to it so that I can listen to it. Because, you know, I want to be able to say, hey, 
what'd you think of that book? You know, right. And or, have something to offer back. Right. Because yeah. they like, or they know I've read it, so they can't like pretend like, yeah, you know, whatever. Oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, but also, they're just such good books. They're yeah. such good books. Yeah, um, I went down the list of the books that we're reading this year, and I was like, man, those are some fantastic books. Yeah, and I've got, read some of them and not others, but I think I'm going to read them all this year. Yeah, I've been trying to keep up with all the books they've read. Um, and so, but, I mean, I didn't do that in school. I mean, there's and there's right. nothing that says you, I mean, get the cliff notes if you don't have time to read the For book. For sure. Because okay, there are online. no rules here. Um, <laughs> you know, all you got to be able to do is make them think you know what you're talking about by asking some good questions. Right. And, um, but the point is just, you just have to keep being involved. Don't stop asking questions. Don't, like, check out. You think, oh, yeah. my kid, you know is this old and you know he homeschooled and he's kind of got it figured out so cruise I can control check out. now no, yeah. no 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 um keep like keep on them um and so we're starting dual enrollment this next year with him so that's going to be his first um experience with another teacher and oh like, yeah real grades right. right because my grades don't really count well. uh, real grades and um, so we're going to see how that goes. That's a new It's going to be fun. So he's going, is he going to campus? Yes. I wanted oh, him wow. to go to campus. Yeah, for sure. Um, he wanted to go to campus, but I really wanted him to go to campus. Yeah. Um, he's just doing a math, uh, math one, algebra, college algebra, yeah. and um, composition, you know, 101. Oh, yeah. That's a good place and, to start. Um, he has amazing content and the most terrible uh, mechanics of any kid. I'm like, I don't understand how. I, mean, I feel like a real failure when I read his papers, and I'm like, son, oh my goodness, <laughs> periods and capital letters, come on, uh, you know, and you can't start every sentence with so, you know, and you know, and or and, or and you don't start yeah. sentences with and or so, you know, and so do we don't write the way we speak, yeah, so we have to, you know, but his content is great. Um, but, you know, it's just an adventure every year. So he, he is not the only kid doing that this year, though, right? Aren't there other kids from our group that are dual enrolling? Well, everyone who was in his class last year has, because um, they can start dual enrolling their junior year, they mm-hmm. have all decided to just dual enroll. So he really doesn't have a classical conversations, a challenge three oh, class okay. next year. Everybody's And two of the kids were a year older. So they're doing their senior year. So right. they're getting ready. They've got to get all their credits for college done. And um, and the other kids just all decided that they were going to dual enroll. So I've, I've had to scramble and come up with um, our word. some fun uh, things for him to do. But I thought, you know, okay, so we've got uh, a world history curriculum we're going to go through hmm. just to see if I there's holes where the holes are kind of patch up any holes there are before he starts, you know, college history. Um, he's taking in automotive technologies. Oh, it's on, it's in like books, but goes through all the parts of a car, explains what they are. Honestly, I'm think I'm more excited to do that class with him (laughs) than maybe he is because I'm really excited to learn about it. Um, and then, um, we're just going to read some good books. We're going to write some papers and we're going to do math and, you know, writing and yeah. just kind of carry on. But it's going to be great. It's going to be great. He's going to do awesome because he's a super bright kid. Yeah. Um, 
I keep losing my place. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Curri- curriculum. Curriculum is not accredited. Schools are accredited. Right. So when you're hunting for, that was another thing that came up. When you're hunting for a curriculum, don't buy the accredited curriculum because that's not it's a thing. not a thing. Right. And classical conversations actually is not a curriculum. It's a um, community. It gives you your lesson plans right. and you meet once a day with your class and you talk about, you know, the work you did the week before, the work that's coming up. Once a, um, once a and week. They give you, you said once a day. You mean once oh, a week? Oh, once a week. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Once a week. No, once a week. <laughs> Not an everyday thing. Once a week. And um, it gives you just a framework. Mm-hmm. So, you know, their tutor is just their tutor, but you are their teacher. Right. So, oh my goodness. How many times I heard my son say, well, Miss Sonso said that we don't have to do this. And I'm like, it's in the guide. And guess what? I'm we're your teacher. Doing it. So we're doing it. Miss <laughs> Sonso is just your tutor. Uh, I'm like, she doesn't get to say what you're going to do. Right. And, you know, we're going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, no, that's good stuff blessing. there. But, um, yeah, no, curriculum is in, you know, you want to go down a rabbit hole. You get some homeschool mom talking about her curriculum. Yeah. And, you know, my husband one time, was in a situation where they were trying to decide if, you know, this family was really homeschooling or not homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And so he started asking the mom questions about like, what do you do for math? Yeah. She said, Oh, you know, I kind of go online and print off some worksheets. Uh. And he was like, not a homeschool mom, you know, cause I'm like, you know, let me talk to you about this curriculum. This right. Curriculum, what I like sex about and it. math and, is know, the best. Well, I like it. Well, I don't like it. You know? And, um, yeah, we can, we could dive into pretty deep there. But the, I don't know anybody though that has done this for any period of time that is not just entirely forthcoming with their entire experience. Oh yeah. And be like, what do you guys do? Because I don't know what to do for X, Y, and Z. This what we've works, done, this doesn't work. Right. I mean, and it's all trial and error. Like you know, what works for your kid may not work for my kid, and right. vice versa. So, but and another thing is, let me. I'm going to lend you my book. And you're going to yes. try it out and see yeah. if you like it, right? And so that's another thing that a community helps you with. Or, yeah. you know, hey, my kid just finished this math book. Is there anybody who wants it? You know, sure, let's get some you know, right. used homeschool stuff. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. Curriculum. So, yeah, so the curriculum is not accredited. There, yeah. are, there are people who try to sell you one. It's not a thing. Don't mm-hmm. buy it. You're wasting your no, I don't. And it may be great, but there's no reason to pay for accreditation. Right. Uh, which is probably going to cost you extra anyway. Um, but as far as curriculum goes and grades and what we know and what we don't, are our kids on grade level? What's you know? grade level? Oh, here we go. What's here grade level? Because that was, that was one of the responses I got. And then I knew who, how many people were going to respond to it and agree with it and whatever. It's a sticky subject. It is, right? Mm, so these right? homeschool kids leave public school and then they come back and they're three and four grade levels behind. Wow. Okay, so we won't talk about the kid that was in public school the whole time and is three or four grade levels behind. Um, yeah. But my thought was if you can leave public school and then come back, it would have to be three or four years later at least and then be three or four grade levels behind. Were you homeschooling? Exactly. You know, because we can't pin that on homeschooling if Johnny went home and did nothing. Exactly. Right. So, um, I would say that, you know, for the families who are truly, 
you know, doing the work. Right. Um, I mean, if you're not talking about somebody who has, you know, dyslexic issue or dysgraphia or some type of learning issue, which, right. you know, there are those. Yeah. And yeah, they I still mean, homeschool, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, we have to work through those, you know, situations with those families. But I find it really difficult that um, you would be, you know, behind really far. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have, um, I have started in the beginning, started all my boys off a year ahead in math, right? Mm -hmm. Um, now my middle one, my special son, love love him. He so bright. He's so smart, which just drives me crazy. Um, but again, he's super stubborn Mm -hmm. and just didn't want to do his work. And I knew that I could not progress him to the next grade level of book because, it was just with his attitude, the way it was, wasn't going to work. Right. So we, um, third grade, we repeated, um, like it was like grade three and a half, you know, right. instead of bumping him up, um, to the whole next book. So we, he's actually like quote on grade level. Yeah. Right? He's, um, freshman. He's starting algebra one next year. Woo-hoo. So, I mean, um, but, um, you know, I have friends whose son struggle with, struggles with math. So, yeah. you know, he's you know, in high school, but, you know, he's maybe like one book behind, you know, but really, you know, does that mean he's like behind behind? I mean, is my math book harder than your math book? You know, because there's a difference in curriculum. There's a difference in um, even on grade level, all the different books are different. Yeah. So what you have to ask yourself really is, is my student learning, right? Are they being challenged? Yeah. Um, and if they're not, then maybe you need to bump them up. You know, if they're struggling, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with slowing down and like just making sure, um, they understand it. Cause my kids hear me say this all the time. It's not about getting the work done. It's about mastering the skill. I mean, I don't care if you get your math lesson done and you miss half the problems. You've not mastered the skill. So we need to go back and redo it. And all we have complaining and whining and fussing but the point isn't just to check the box i mean that's not why we're doing this we're not doing this to check the box we are doing this to master the skill so that the next time you see it you'll know how to do it and you won't get it wrong you know but um grade level always bothered me even when i was in school because all that or or working in school because all that really meant was that every kid that was born in 2011 was reading the same book at the same time, regardless of where they were on the educational spectrum, the intelligent, you know, intellectual spectrum. They, you got to read the same book as this other kid, you know, whose parents don't beat him and, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, you can't, I mean, grade level, what is grade level? Yeah, that's a common topic if yeah. you read any type of, um, you know, education, homeschool articles is, yeah. is my, and that's like the biggest fear. Grade level that. and socialization. Is my, is is my the, kid on grade level? Are they yeah. smart enough? Are they going to be able to compete in the world? Right. And, um, I mean, yes, that's yeah. the answer. Yes, yeah. they will. Cause there's such a spectrum across yeah. the board, public school, private school, homeschool of kids on whatever levels they're on. Yeah. You know, at some point they're going to catch up if it's important that they catch up. Right. You know, um, you know, with the talk to type, you know, you know, my <laughs> yeah. son, I'm mean, like, he's, he's got like a touch of dysgraphia. I mean, he struggles mm-hmm. with the actual muscle 
you know, ability to then write get from the brain to the handwriting. Hand. Yeah. He can have beautiful handwriting if you're going to sit there and wait for half an hour for him to copy a sentence, right? Right. But, um, you know, so he's just, he's not going to have great penmanship. I've given up. I mean, yeah. he's just not. But, you know, he can be a great writer yeah. without having great well, penmanship. Penmanship you know? is, I hope Ms. Morris is not watching this, penmanship is less important than it used to be. How many things yeah. do we write by hand anymore? Right. You know, I so, wrote something by hand not long ago, and I waited for this squiggly line to pop up under it to see because I wasn't sure if I'd spelled it right. It's on paper, man. You yeah. move on. Yeah, I think um, you know when we're when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. I don't think we really have to worry about gra- on grade level, right? Um, another thing, um, you know, in Georgia, um, I don't know if this is still the law. It used to we be have the great law. laws I in know, Georgia we have for homeschooling. Such easy homeschool laws. Um, you were supposed to do like every three years, do a standardized test, um, right? You you turn it into no one. You yeah. just have it on file. Right. Now that did come in handy because my middle son needed speech and we mm-hmm. did speech through the public school Yeah, and they asked for, you know, a recent test scores, which I had because we, we go ahead and just test them every year yeah. just, just so they're used to doing it. But, you know, it's like we don't prepare them in any way for it. You know, we don't like say, okay, we need to study this, whatever, because it's coming up on the set. It's like, it's truly yeah. a, just a true measure of, you know, what skills they know and what they don't. Right. And they score great on parts of it and they don't score great on other parts of it. And, um, you know, but, you know, they're all average or above. Yeah. You know, so I'm not yeah. worried about it. Yeah. And, and kids, we, even as adults, you, you know, you've grown into your role in life, whatever that was. And, and I knew a million kids. I, I worked in a little rural school outside of Rome, Georgia, and uh, a bunch of redneck kids there. And I loved them to death. And we would beat them. Hayden's one. He went to school there. Uh, we would beat them over the head with these books, right? Learn this stuff. Yeah. And I get looking at these kids and I go, you know, when they get to a place in life where they won't get in trouble for dipping or cussing, they'll be fine. Yeah. You know, they start their own business, their their own lawn care business or their own, you know, uh, a tree service or, or whatever. And all they needed us to do was give them the tools to do that. And we don't, you know, maybe your kid's not a high academic, but he's pretty good with a chainsaw or he yeah. wants to be a plumber or, you know, whatever. And we can, we work those things in too. And then what is grade level? You know, nobody's asked me what grade level I read at since 1996. You know, it just hasn't mattered, <laughs> including yeah. the two colleges that I went to. <laughs> yeah. Can you read? Okay. Yeah. Good, good enough. Yeah. yeah. But grade level, that's always the big hang up, right? Well, grade level, we all, eh, yeah. Well, it's because I feel like there's so much pressure on public school teachers oh, there's a to meet a criteria mm-hmm. for all their kids. Right. That's yeah. And that's again, that comes back on them. Right. If if the kids aren't performing, then somehow they think that's that must be the teacher's fault. Well, well they like, ask them to do this impossible thing and then right. they're in trouble when they can't they, when they can't do yeah. it. Right. And so it does put so much stress on on public school teachers to try to meet this. Um, you know, it's kind of like almost an unattainable level. Yeah, I mean, 100 percent. Because I mean, that school, that first school that I worked in, um, you know, I worked with the English as a second language kids. Yeah. And they were required to take the standardized tests. I the mean. Kids that can't read and write the language. They can't read and write yeah. in English. And, Bless their hearts. And those teachers were kind of angry about it. Yeah. And I don't blame them. Right? Well, that brings their average down because this kid can't down. read. And so, I mean, 
it's just, yeah, I don't, I think, you know, you know, your kid, you know what they can do. Yeah. Um, you know what they're doing to the best of their ability. And so, you know, you just gotta kind of call it a day there. So at the, at the end of the, when you're calling it a day, it's about how diligent you've been. Right. Do as they have, school parent. You know, are they truthful? Do yeah. they tell the truth? Are they are kind? Are they good people? Right? Yeah. Do yeah. they have integrity? Right. Um, you know, do they love their siblings? You know, can they, you know, yeah. do yeah. things without complaining? You know, it's like there's other things that we want to teach them through this whole process that really don't have anything to do with academics. Right. That, you know, we can work on those, you know, too. We don't, you know, like I said, like we don't just check the box. We're, we're doing this, you know, to the best of our ability because, you know, this is a, privilege we've been given you know education is a privilege and you know it's not about just getting it done it's about getting it done well yeah and they don't always appreciate me when i say that but yeah maybe one day i was just going back through i think we've covered the things from the facebook post that i wanted to talk about but yeah it is it's about doing the things that you do as well as possible well and it's not like i mean i don't have any special skills I mean, really, other than the fact yeah. that I love my kids and I really want to see them succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not smarter than anyone else. Hey. I mean, I I like to learn, so yeah. I'm constantly, like, trying to learn new things. But, um, you know, that's, if you have the heart to do it, I say just do it. Just try it. I right. mean, I mean, it's not going to be easy. I mean, no, no one, it's no not. one has ever it's said not. that. Not after you know, 10 years does it become easy. easy. Yeah. I mean, there was kind of this misconception that as my kids got older, it would be easier to homeschool them. <laughs> no, no. It's actually harder yeah. to school them now that well, they're Well, you're older. managing big personalities now. Well, it's and... just like bigger projects. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, my son, now he has a 10-page research paper instead of a paragraph to write. Right, yeah. Okay, so that's going to take a lot more work, you yeah. know. Or, um, you know, my son, he's like, oh, he's not just doing a presentation. He's doing team policy debate, you know. So right. now we have to like, oh, what's team policy debate? You know, we have to figure all that out. Um, the projects are bigger. You know, the work, there's more work. But, um, you know, you just one day at a time. I mean, that's kind of, I just, you know, I, I didn't say it. Somebody said it. You know, you just do the next thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like you just do the next thing. Do the like, next okay, thing. You're done yeah. with math. Okay. What's next on the list? Yeah. You know, let's just do the next thing. And, you know, you just keep doing that every day. And eventually you're like, kids are all grown up. You get there, right? Oh, they they do grow up. It's awful. I'm not enjoying that part at all. We just bought a car. We're going to start driving, you know, and she's driving now, but she'll be officially driving in January. And it's not fun. I don't like it. It's not quite as scary as you think. Well, I mean, I I (laughs) I sent him to do two errands for me today. I didn't have to. That's do. nice. That's so nice. <laughs> well, she like she doesn't have time for errands. I don't know that we're going to benefit from her being a driver. You're going to benefit because you don't have to chauffeur her. That's true. Uh, yeah, I was telling somebody that the other day because they were talking about how she can drive now. And I'm like, yeah, but I still have to go these places with her. Like, I don't want to go. I don't take her to work in the morning and then like go all the way back home and get mm-hmm. my car and come here. You know and yeah. Cause she's, we drive her car now cause she's got one. So, you know, we switch cars and whatever, but yeah. it won't be quite as scary as you yeah. Now it's d- different like it. with each kid. Now my, yeah. my middle son, uh, 
14. He'll be 15 in January. So oh, that means yeah. he gets to start driving. Woo! That's scary thought. Bless his heart, man. That's that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. It's, gonna you, be it's not so as scary great. as you think, right? You just said that. It's more not... gray hair. <laughs> uh, one more thing I want to kind of touch on more specifically. You you came at it from one side, socialization, mm-hmm. um, and you talked about how we are able to shelter our kids from things we don't want them to be exposed to, and bugging me to death. I'm done with it now, and it's just glowing. Um, so we talked about what socialization is not for the homeschool kid. And it's not being exposed to all kinds of things that we don't want them. Um, but what has it been for your kids? How do you get your kids out to be around people that don't look like them or think like them or. Um, well, um, you know, park days in mm-hmm. Rome, there's actually like, we don't get to it that often. We should more, but like yeah. every third Thursday at, mm-hmm. is it Riverside park? Uh, Ridge Ferry. Ridge Ferry park. Yeah. There's um, just a huge group of homeschool moms yeah. that get together, and I mean, oh, there'd be a hundred kids out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so there you go. I mean, there's like some of them are like homeschooled because of you know church reasons. Some right. of them are not. Um, some of them are like unschooled moms, where they you know, yeah. you know don't they really do. Go it, with you know? the flow. Some and... of them are like super. There's all kinds of moms out there. So. Yeah. Um, those kids are all going to be different. Um, mm-hmm. Church youth group. Uh, I tell my kids all the time, just because the kids are at church doesn't mean that they believe a certain thing. Like We've their had parents the same. make them yeah. go. That yeah. doesn't mean. So they're going to get different kinds of kids at church. Right. Um, jiu-jitsu. My goodness. What? You turned your kids loose with that bunch of goons? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, when Jonathan, he's been doing adult classes probably since he was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some of those guys don't have filters. A lot of those guys uh, don't have they filters. They try. I think, well, they try when they see me. Like yeah, filter, yeah. When mom on. comes in, they got to clean it up. Um, uh, yeah, it's like I, one of them be like, mom's here. You know, yeah, and yeah. I become like the jujitsu mom. But, um, you know, so, but they're going to, they're going to eat people. And, yeah. Uh, and that's fine. I want them. That's still a safe space. You right. know, for them to meet different kinds of people. Um, you know, eventually they're going to have jobs. They're going to meet people. Um, you know, our homeschool group, um, the, even that we have class with, there's lots of different kinds of kids in there. Yeah. I mean, there's all yeah. different kinds. I mean, oh, we got this girl in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, different uh different beliefs from the families. I mean, that yeah. all comes out in class. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... You know, I don't really worry about my kids being, you know, social. Um, but you kind of make the effort to get them. That's always yeah. the response that I give them. I go, how do you going to socialize? Well, and I don't know. After she gets done with jiu-jitsu and both of her jobs and chorus and dance, yeah. we'll see if we can work in I some mean, socialization. I, don't, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not one of those moms that's like, you know, oh, we can't watch TV. And like my kids right. say, you know, they watch, they watch like Minecraft other people playing Minecraft. I don't get it. I don't get, I don't get it. it. Do I mean, you watch the other people play the video games? No, Have you ever? No, no, no. Okay. It's like, right. I'm like, what, what? Just, just play the game, you know? I'm like, just, oh, we're learning how to do something. I'm like, Just whatever. go play and figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I mean, they, they get, you know, TV and yeah. stuff. I mean, it's, they're not like that sheltered. Um, but again, um, they know 
when things come on that's not appropriate that they have to turn it off, right. which I'm glad. Um, and they know why they need to turn it off. It's yeah, because like, it oh, shows up in the history, and they don't want you to it. see it. Yeah, <laughs> mom said, no, I don't even check the no, history. No, Actually, I didn't even know you could check the history. My youngest son showed me how to check the history on his brother. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I was like, okay. Love it, love it. He's been listening to Sonic the Hedgehog music while he does uh, that. You know, but. Um, when you say Sonic the Hedgehog, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Love him. I'm telling you, he's my favorite. I like him better than the other two. And your biggest one can choke me, so I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't say it to his face, but it's true. Everybody loves him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just he. I you have him. to. He's you got have the to. Biggest heart. He's so creative. He's just different than his brothers. You know, he's, he's funny because he's, he's all those things, right? He's this kid, and he's bigger than life because he's got all this stuff going oh for gosh. him. And he walked past me and Ayla yesterday. We we're in front of Scramble, and he walks past us and pulls on the locked door, <laughs> and we're like, bro. Like, would we be still standing out? It's a thousand degrees. We would have gone inside. You know, he was like, oh, no, just a, so he's still a 16 year old boy, too, right? Yeah, he's just, <laughs> yeah, he's a sweet, but he, you know, he, as much as he hates school, he loves technology. Yeah. Like, he saved up his money, bought a 3D printer. Yeah. You know, he uses his 3D printer for school things when he, yeah. he's like, oh, I got to do a project on, like, I got to do a project on astronomy. Oh, mom, I'm going to 3D print some, like, half planets and we're going to glue them to the board and we're going to draw and i'm like do it let's go yeah you know i'm like sure let's learn it and then i'm like oh the planets didn't come out right well let's figure out why you know let's right we gotta adjust something something oh, on here yeah, anytime they take an initiative let's let's go down that road yeah, yeah i like, yeah. do it you know but um just don't tell them it's for school right <laughs> that's the catch we uh, we tried to not say our first year we got into trying to not say school we would call it like learning or <laughs> You know, something else that wasn't school because they're going to school again. Well, yeah. Every I mean, day. We, yeah. Yes. Every day. You wake up every day. You have yeah, to do it. Yeah. I still have this conversation with my kids. We have to do school. Today. Yes. Every day. Is it Saturday if or Sunday? If you were in no. school, you'd do it 180 times a year. You, like, you do it and every day. And it's 930 and you just woke up. And public school kids have been in school since 7 a.m. Right, you know, right. You know, they have no context. No context at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're still in your pajamas. Uh, the pajamas, though, that's that's what makes the the homeschool thing work, right? Is that you can just be in your pajamas. Yeah, I don't care. I'm yeah. not that mom that makes them like. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you can be. Fine. You can be that mom, but you don't have to be that mom. And it's no. you do what's best for your house at yeah. the end of the day. Like if you need them to be like sitting at the table in clothes, then you do that. Yeah. Whatever but, your thing is, yeah. It's not wrong. It's just you have to do what you have to do. That's it. That's homeschool in a nutshell right there. You do what you got to do. Yep. Be diligent as a parent. Make yep. sacrifices. Yes. Get it done. And don't be scared when you don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, ask for help. Oh, my goodness. I, I could not have gotten through this many years of homeschooling if I was not constantly asking for help. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. many moms are walking this, and dads, are walking dads, this more journey dads, together. Yeah. Um, you're never, like I said, nothing that you encounter is ever you alone someone else has dealt with it so ask for help and um you know and when you're having a hard day you know just send out a group me and say we're going to the park who's with me you know and i guarantee you somebody's somebody's coming yeah so just do it that's Um, it yeah well good deal i think we'll jump off right there where we at on time just out of curiosity okay cool did you think you could make it an hour no Right, we were just talking about that right before. 
but they were only talking about one thing. Anyway, yeah. we made it an hour and six minutes. It's been right. fun. It's been fun. We'll do it again sometime. Sure. Okay. If you get a whole bunch of like bad messages <laughs> to come back on and we'll be like, get, that's uh, not what I meant. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, maybe we'll get you to come back and rebut the rebuttals and we'll have a really long, drawn out debate over months at a time. I probably, yeah. I could recommend some other good moms to go. Oh, I'm, man, there's a, yeah. <laughs> do that, but. You were at the top of the list, but like. It's just because you second, know me. Yeah, more. yeah. <laughs> second place would have been fine. She would have come in and crushed it too, so it would have been good. But anyway, thank you for coming on. I've enjoyed it. Um, I've learned things even sitting here that I didn't know an hour ago. So I feel pretty good. Hopefully the listener feels better and they'll all homeschool their kids next year. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, definitely if you're thinking about it, though, I mean – Email Danny. Text, text yeah, Danny. Hit me okay. up. I'll steer you to Christine and she'll get you. <laughs> we'll, get you know, we'll, we'll put some stuff in the in the show notes and then on the socials when we post the episode and all that good stuff and all your, your home address. No, your right. <laughs> the some no. websites and articles and things that'll help you get started. And yeah. And even if you're thinking about homeschool and not ready to do it, if there's you know, there's people you can talk to and ask mm-hmm. your questions to specific. Um, no pressure. I think that's like one of the things about like homeschool moms is like, we're so happy to share what we've learned. It's great. Um, really is good, the bad and the ugly, but there's like no pressure. There's no judgment. It's just, I mean, you got to do what you got to do for your family. And if you can homeschool, great. You know, if you can't, how can we support you? Yeah. And with, you know, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know we know moms and dads with six kids. We know single parents that homeschool. We know grandparents that are homeschooling their grandkids. And like, it, you, you do what you got to do. At the end of the day, that's what's best for your kids. But uh, we've wrapped up three times, so we're gonna we'll make it official now. <laughs> it's been a good conversation. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you. We love you. See you next time. Thank you for watching Burnham Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>